As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Coffee Break Spanish Travel Diaries Season 2, Episode 10. Hola a todos y bienvenidos por última vez a Coffee Break Spanish. Yo soy Mark. Y yo soy Marina. Pues digo por última vez, but only for this series. This is the last episode of this series. We've been traveling through South America with Ainhoa, Esteban and Luisa, and they are on their final leg of the journey in Santiago de Chile. Uh, we've, we've come some distance, Marina. Yes, it's been a long journey and it's coming to an end, but it's just for this journey. We will have of more, course. I'm sure. <laughs> more, more journeys, more journeys soon. So we started in Lima. And then went all the way through uh, some of the, the most famous parts of Peru, Cuzco. Um, and we also then went to Machu Picchu. Then we went to Lake Titicaca, traveled into Bolivia, into La Paz, uh, Cochabamba. And then we moved on to Chile. And last time we were in La Serena. And today we're heading to Santiago. So, como siempre, uh, escucharemos el texto. Todos juntos y luego Marina y yo hablaremos del, de la gramática y del vocabulario del texto. Y esperamos que os guste este texto de hoy, este último texto de esta serie. Pues empezamos. Venga, vamos a empezar. Nuestra última parada tenía que ser la capital de Chile, por supuesto, y ofrecía multitud de cosas para hacer y ver. Creo que para ser nuestro último día también fue el más ajetreado. Visitamos el Cerro de Santa Lucía, un precioso lugar en el centro de Santiago, y la Plaza de Armas, donde había muchos monumentos que ver. Lo que más me interesó fue la Casa Colorada, una de las pocas construcciones coloniales que quedaba en pie. Antes de probar los platos típicos como el charquicán o la chorrillana, 
nos pasamos por el Museo de la Memoria y los Derechos Humanos. Más tarde subimos al Cerro de San Cristóbal y visitamos otro jardín japonés. Tampoco nos defraudó. A continuación, bajamos hasta el barrio Bellavista, donde visitamos rápidamente la Chascona, la casa que perteneció a Pablo Neruda. Terminamos cenando y bebiendo pisco y probando otras bebidas típicas como el mote con huesillos. Cuando Luisa estuvo un poco contenta, nos confesó que se lo había pasado muy bien. No podíamos estar más de acuerdo. Aquel había sido el viaje de mi vida. No solo por la compañía y por todo lo que visité, sino por todo lo que aprendí. Me encantaría repetir. Okay, let's go through this final text and we'll see exactly what they got up to in uh, Santiago. <laughs> Nuestra última parada tenía que ser la capital de Chile, por supuesto, y ofrecía multitud de cosas para hacer y ver. Okay, our final stop. Nuestra última parada tenía que ser la capital de Chile, por supuesto. Had to be the capital of Chile, of course, por supuesto. Y ofrecía multitud de cosas para hacer y ver. And it offered a multitude of things, a huge number of things to do and to see, para hacer y ver. Now we've spoken about this para hacer or qué hacer and so on many times. Um, so here we've got an, lots of things that we could see, a, a range of things to see, not necessarily that we had to see them all. Creo que para ser nuestro último día también fue el más ajetreado. Okay, creo que para ser nuestro último día. This is interesting, this use of para here. Creo que para ser nuestro último día. We could say in English, um, I believe that For this being our final day, también fue el más ajetreado. It, it also was the most busy one, the busiest one. However, Marina, this para, could we almost translate that as despite? Yes, we could because it has that sense like despite being our last day, it was also the busiest one. Good. So if we normally to, to say despite, we would say a pesar de que. Yes, we could change that and say a pesar de que era nuestro último día, también fue el más ajetreado. Okay, so here you're conjugating the verb a pesar de que era nuestro último día. Could we use the infinitive too? Yes, we could say a pesar de ser nuestro último día. Okay, so lots of options, but that's what that para is doing there. The para is not really a normal para in that sense. We've got a slightly different meaning of it here. Good. And ajetreado is a tricky word to say. <laughs> but it's quite simple in meaning. So <laughs> Yes, indeed. Busy. It's a busy day. The busiest day. El más ajetreado. Okay, so what do they do? Visitamos el Cerro de Santa Lucía, un precioso lugar en el centro de Santiago y la Plaza de Armas, donde había muchos monumentos que ver. Ok, so they went to see, visitamos el Cerro uh -huh. de Santa Lucía. Cerro es como una montaña. 
Yeah, una, una montaña. And it's C-E-R-R-O. So in Spain Spanish, we're pronouncing that as Cerro. But uh, if you're more used to Latin American Spanish, then of course you would hear El Cerro de Santa Lucia. Visitamos El Cerro de Santa Lucia. We would say Visitamos El Cerro de Santa Lucia. And it's described as un precioso lugar en el centro de Santiago. It's actually quite a great sentence for practicing Spain and Latin American pronunciation here. Visit, visitamos el Cerro de Santa Lucía, un precioso lugar en el centro de Santiago. Wow. Uh, y, y la Plaza de, Ar de las Armas también. Very good. Okay. Yes, and this is indeed a very mm, nice place to visit because it's full of... Mm, you have like a natural place full of trees and plants and everything in the middle of the city. So it's like in the center avenue of the city and you have this nice place. It has even a castle in there. Wow, very good. Okay. Y la Plaza de las Armas, donde había muchos monumentos que ver. So they also visited the Plaza de, de las Armas, where there were many monuments to see. Lo que más me interesó fue la Casa Colorada una de las pocas construcciones coloniales que quedaba en pie. Okay, so the thing that um, most interested me, lo que más me interesó, fue la casa colorada. It was the colored house, la casa colorada. Um, and it's one of the few uh, colonial constructions which is still standing. So, una de las pocas construcciones coloniales que quedaba de pie. Sorry, quedaba en pie. And one interesting thing about this word, colorada, is another word to say the color red. Ah, okay. So, we use that either in Latin American Spanish and Spain Spanish. It's not like very frequent. Maybe you can hear an older person saying colorado. Or if you blush, if you are embarrassed for something, you can say se puso colorado instead of se puso rojo. Rojo. Oh, right. That is definitely new to me. Okay. So this, so it's basically, the, it's colored red, this house. Yes. Okay. Right. And it's a, a colonial construction and it quedaba en pie. And there we've got quedar. We spoke about quedar a few, ex, a few episodes ago. Uh, it's one of the few colonial constructions which was left standing, which is still standing, que quedaba en pie. Antes de probar los platos típicos, como el charquicán o la chorrillana, nos pasamos por el Museo de la Memoria y de los Derechos Humanos. Okay, so before trying some platos típicos, uh, some typical dishes or local dishes, and we'll come back to those in a moment, nos pasamos por el Museo de la Memoria y los Derechos Humanos. So we, we walked around the Museum of Memory and Human Rights. So a very important museum in Santiago. Let's come back to these uh, typical dishes, los platos típicos, the local dishes. El charquicán, ¿qué es? El charquicán chileno es un plato tradicional que se prepara con, con carne, normalmente de vaca, y tiene varias formas de prepararse dependiendo de las, las verduras que se utilicen. Y también se puede servir con, con un huevo frito. Ok. So, a dish of meat, and it's prepared in different ways, and it can also be served with a fried egg. And we also have chorrillana, or it's also called lomo a la chorrillana, 
or chorrellana. So it has different oh, things. Right. Okay. And it's basically fried uh, chips or potatoes with different types of meat. Okay. And onion and it's like a mixed. A mix. Okay. Muy bien. And of course, the museum, uh, de la de la, el Museo de la Memoria y de los Derechos Humanos is uh, a museum dedicated to to commemorate the victims of the human rights violations uh, during the, the regime uh, in the 70s and 80s. Okay, we're going to stop there for a little break and we'll be back very soon to finish off our text. We wanted to let you know that there's a premium version of the Travel Diaries course and this includes a set of lesson notes where you'll be able to read the text from each of the diaries and work through the vocabulary and any explanations that we've provided. There's also a video version of the text where we've left space for you to repeat the words and phrases used, giving you an opportunity to practice your speaking and your pronunciation. For more information about this, head to coffeebreakacademy.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, we are in Santiago and uh, we are just heading further into the city. Uh, nos adentramos <laughs> más en la ciudad. Sí. <laughs> más tarde subimos al Cerro de San Cristóbal y visitamos otro jardín japonés. Tampoco nos defraudó. 
Ok, más tarde, later on, subimos al cerro de San Cristóbal. We went up to the, the hill of San Cristóbal, St. Christopher, y visitamos otro jardín japonés. And we visited another Japanese garden. And this next bit is interesting. Tampoco nos defraudó. No. Let's split this up. Let's first of all look at the verb defraudar. Defraudar looks like to defraud. When you cheat someone out of something or to, when you evade something. And it can mean that. However, here it means something different. Because when you talk about something defraudar algo, it can mean to disappoint or to let someone down. So here, in comparison to the previous Jardín Japonés en La Serena, this one didn't disappoint either. That's our tampoco there. It didn't let us down either. It was as impressive as the previous one. That's it. That's very clear. <laughs> okay. Could you give us an example of defraudar in its other meaning? Yes. For example, if we're talking about cheating with money, for example, you're evading paying taxes, you can say, mm -hmm. eh, mi compañero de piso ha defraudado a Hacienda. Right, so mi compañera de piso, my flatmate, ha defraudado, and then what did you say? A Hacienda. A Hacienda, so... The, he is not paying his taxes. Yeah, okay, good. So that's a, an example of defraudar in the sense of defrauding, so you're, you're evading your payment of taxes. Okay, let's continue on. A continuación, bajamos hasta el barrio Bellavista donde visitamos rápidamente la chascona, la casa que perteneció a Pablo Neruda. Ok, a, continu a continuación, next, on, on our visit list, bajamos hasta el barrio Bellavista, so we went down into the Bellavista area, the barrio, donde visitamos rápidamente la chascona, where we visited quickly, or we had a quick visit of la chascona, And La Chascona is described as la casa que perteneció a Pablo Neruda. So it's the house that belonged to the poet Pablo Neruda. Terminamos cenando y bebiendo pisco y probando otras bebidas típicas como el mote con huesillos. Okay, so terminamos, we ended up cenando, having dinner, y bebiendo pisco and drinking pisco. Y probando otras bebidas típicas and trying out other typical drinks or again local drinks como el mote con huesillos. Marina, otra vez, ¿nos puedes explicar? <laughs> sí, pues el mote es una bebida tradicional que no es alcohólica, es tradicional chilena y está hecha a base de un jugo acaramelado de durazno, como llaman ellos a esta fruta. En España la llamamos Melocotón. Right. Okay. So it's a non-alcoholic drink made from a juice of peach, mm -hmm. basically. Melocotón is, is peach. And you said that in Chile they refer to the melocotón as? Durazno. Durazno. Okay. And the huesillos part? Are duraznos deshidratados that are left at the bottom and they look like Little bones, so they are called ah, huesillos. Little bones, I see, right. <laughs> so these are the, the um, dried peaches um, that are left at the bottom uh, and they take on the appearance of little bones, huesillos. Muy bien. 
Cuando Luisa estuvo un poco contenta, nos confesó que se lo había pasado muy bien. Okay, so cuando Luisa estuvo un poco contenta, when she was a little merry, um, <laughs> tipsy, nos confesó, she confessed to us, que se lo había pasado muy bien, that she had had a really great time. And there is a pluperfect tense, que se lo había pasado muy bien. No podíamos estar más de acuerdo. Aquel había sido el viaje de mi vida, no solo por la compañía y por todo lo que visité, sino por todo lo que aprendí. Me encantaría repetir. Ok, no podíamos estar más de acuerdo. We could not be any more in agreement. So, estar de acuerdo con alguien, to be in agreement, and here, estar más de acuerdo. Um, we couldn't agree anymore. Aquel había sido el viaje de mi vida. That one there, as in this journey that they've just been on, that journey had been the journey of my life, el viaje de mi vida. No solo por la compañía y por todo lo que vis visité, not only for the company and everything that I visited, sino por todo lo que aprendí, but uh, for everything that I learned, por todo lo que aprendí. Me encantaría repetir, I would love to repeat the whole thing. Pues nosotros vamos a repetir el texto ahora. We're just going to have another listen to the text now, and hopefully all the things that we've discussed in this episode have helped you understand it. Let's listen again. Nuestra última parada tenía que ser la capital de Chile, por supuesto, y ofrecía multitud de cosas para hacer y ver. Creo que para ser nuestro último día también fue el más ajetreado. Visitamos el Cerro de Santa Lucía, un precioso lugar en el centro de Santiago, y la Plaza de Armas, donde había muchos monumentos que ver. Lo que más me interesó fue la Casa Colorada, una de las pocas construcciones coloniales que quedaban pie. Antes de probar los platos típicos como el charquicán o la chorrillana, nos pasamos por el Museo de la Memoria y los Derechos Humanos. Más tarde subimos al Cerro de San Cristóbal y visitamos otro jardín japonés. Tampoco nos defraudó. A continuación, bajamos a hasta el barrio Bellavista, donde visitamos rápidamente la Chascona, la casa que perteneció a Pablo Neruda. Terminamos cenando y bebiendo pisco y probando otras bebidas típicas como el mote con huesillos. Cuando Luisa estuvo un poco contenta, nos confesó que se lo había pasado muy bien. No podíamos estar más de acuerdo. Aquel había sido el viaje de mi vida no solo por la compañía y por todo lo que visité, sino por todo lo que aprendí. Me encantaría repetir. Well, that is where we're going to leave Ainhoa, Esteban and Luisa for now. Um, hopefully they will... Well, we, we don't know what's going to happen in the future with, with Esteban and, and I know, but I hope, I hope they get together. <laughs> uh, 
We hope that you've enjoyed this. If you'd like to get more out of the whole series, then of course you can head over to the Coffee Break Academy where you'll find the, the lesson notes and the video versions. And uh, that will get you give you more practice and give you the opportunity to get more out of these lessons. All of that is at coffeebreakacademy.com. And we hope that you feel just like Ainoa and that you've enjoyed nuestra compañía and that you will be able to put into practice todo lo que aprendisteis. Let us know what you've thought of this series by posting a review on Coffee Break Spanish on your favorite podcast app. We'd love to hear all your thoughts. Muy bien. Pues, ¿te encantaría repetir esta temporada, Marina? Me encantaría. La verdad es que sí, que me encantaría. Who knows where our next uh, Coffee Break Spanish travel diary will take us. Um, you can look forward to more Coffee Break Spanish in the future. Uh, we will be back very soon with some new content for you. Um, and you can look forward to that. In the meantime, of course, check out everything that you need to know all about Coffee Break Spanish at coffeebreakspanish.com. Pues... Marina, otra vez, muchísimas gracias. Muchísimas gracias a ti y a todos los que están escuchándonos. Okay, now we're going to be retiring our Coffee Break Spanish Andean theme music. Of course, if we return to this area, then of course we'll be hearing it again. But for now, for one last time, let's hear those quenas and the zampoñas and the charangos for our Coffee Break Spanish theme tune to end this season. Muchas gracias y hasta la próxima. Hasta pronto. You have been listening to a Coffee Break Languages production for the Radiolingua Network. Copyright 2021 Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2021 Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.